Well, think about it. Who's my number one? Uh, oh God, is Blake it? Lively. Yeah, thank you. I know. I, I know. I had a moment where I was like, "Is it Blake Lively or Brie Larson?" Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck who? Yeah, right, Clusbian. <laughs> I feel I'm like I settled on my. You like your tall, skinny blonde women? My number no, one girl crush, um, oh. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, I'm for it. I I fucking love her because she's like a little tiny. Mm-hmm. But she's like, beautiful. A she's like. Also, she's just so close to the Olsen twins that it's just like a dream. (laughs) You're going to have like a... Like, all I've ever wanted in my life is to be an Olsen twin. What's a... No, it's not a quadrilogy. Because I just listened to a podcast about (laughs) aliens. And the guy got really mad because he's like, it's not a quadrilogy. It's a... No, it's not. It doesn't start with a Q. It's a... Fuck, I I lost it. It's Mm -hmm. not there. It's a number four thing. (laughs) But that's what it, that's, that's what you're looking you for. You could I mean, Elizabeth and yeah, I can, Ashley. I can have oh, literal sister and wives. And Ashley. Oh my God, literal sister wives. I, well, maybe my, it's blonde. Are it's, we all horrible because we have a thing for blonde women? I 100% have a thing for blonde women. My hey, two ma- friends. Hey, <laughs> also though. My two friends. Uh Brenda is such a bitch, but she's so hot. <laughs> she's a brunette. She's, she's a bitch. So hot. She's so hot, See, though. I, I'm not there with Brenda. Uh, I'm not there. With Kelly so all day. Hot. Brenda not, can get it. She can get it. I can like, recognize that, but not. I'm not personally attracted. Those two outfits that she wore, I think it was at the end of season two, though there was the one in the trauma episode that was a green stripey top and a green skirt, And mm. then, like, three episodes later, she wore a red stripey top and a red skirt. Hmm. And I'm just like, wear that outfit and come over i really so my two favorite brenda outfits have been euphoria and um what was the name of the one where they met the boy band oh fuck oh i can find it but those are my two favorite which she's wearing like the pants and then like the really tight little crop tops Mm -hmm. because when they went to euphoria i think she was in like ripped up jeans yeah and then in the things to do on a rainy day things to do on a rainy day she was in like black skinny pants mm-hmm. and then they were like real cinched with a belt and then she had like a skin tight black top mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was just like bah. <laughs> um but back to blake <laughs> <laughs> anyway and Brie larson no <laughs> it's blake lively gap ryan that reynolds big of a gap oh well you don't about, understand where's Bree? she's third Oh, that big of a gap? No, 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 no. Like here, like you gotta hear the whole thing. <laughs> it's Blake, Gap, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, and Brie are like. Yeah, here. but that means you're saying Blake, Gap, Brie. Did you see Brie push the Jeep? I did see that, and I saw like the like. Yeah. Hip things she was doing, but like, Blake is like, on. Have you seen a simple? We saw it together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh when my she gosh. was in that soup, soup, <laughs> <laughs> the suit where she wasn't wearing a shirt underneath. Uh, I love that look. And then she just started like taking things off. No, so I told. I don't think I told you. I told her that before her, we cut I her have hair. A name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, two one and a half white cloths. <laughs> so Caitlin knows and I don't. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I told Caitlin. There it is. Um, before we, <laughs> Clesbians. 
Oh, <laughs> reminding me of like Club Penguin. <laughs> it's reminding me of Scott Pilgrim where he's like, did you say the L word to her? Lesbians? Lesbians? <laughs> anyway, I told Caitlin before we had cut our hair that we should have done a simple favor and she should have been the Blake Lively and I should have been the Anna Kendrick. I would have died. Cause I Aunt- don't know if I could do it. Like, out of respect. <laughs> But, but like, I would have wanted to. You, I did you have stand the hair. there in like the fake pinstripe suit with like the vest and no shirt and the little cufflinks, and then mm-hmm. I'm there in like a high neck sweater, like talking about my baking. I mean, or like like a Donna Reed type dress. Oh yeah, no, it would have yeah. been the high neck sweater and then like the very fitted petite pants from J. Crew. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, talking could, about my baking. Happened. That yeah, and I could just call everyone baby. Yeah, and you just have the hair, and you just <laughs> yeah, because I my hair part so I could just put it all on one one side which doesn't work so much now but I could yeah I had this idea and then Caitlin and then cut, cut off 14 off inches hair. of her hair that's 16 16 I'm sorry because I could just put it all over there and then the suit and I can't see you guys <laughs> <laughs> put it all over but like yeah you can see it. Like, yeah. we could have done it. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Tall blonde. I'm not tall. <laughs> you Comparatively. are, five, five. Comparatively. I seriously see you as, like, a six-foot-tall goddess. <laughs> like, it's just my arms. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. You say five, five. I say five, two, and three quarters to give myself the three quarters. Yeah, I'm, like, five, one and a half, and I call myself five, two. Yes. When you either round up or specifically mention the halves, that's how you know you're short. I will say, I say 5'5 five because five my mom is 5'4 and 3 quarters and she always thinks that she's taller than me. She's not. I'm 5'5. Five five. She's 5'4 five and 3 quarters. Everyone in my life is taller than me. I think you're the only person that's shorter than me. Yeah, I know no. two people from my past who are shorter than me. Shelby's 4'10. Yeah, but I don't hang out with Shelby. You're right, but you've said I her. don't know who that is. <laughs> She's my friend at work. Short people make me uncomfortable. Well, it, like, it's weird because you're so you're used, used to being the short yeah, one. You're used to looking up at everybody. And then the That's second true. you like Anna Marie, I used to hang out yeah. with her in college. She and was, was my like, best friend in like middle school. I think that's kind of true because like tall people kind of freak me out. Like girls, tall girls, uh, because I'm used to looking down at people. <laughs> I look down at people. So do you? Well, Ari, you know my cousin Emily who is six foot Whoa. and when we were like okay so she's three years younger than me when I was 11 and she was nine we were like or nine or eight we were like the same height mm-hmm. so we like grew at the same pace for a little while and then, all and of then you stopped all of a sudden yeah like when I was 12 I stopped growing mm-hmm. and then the next time I saw her she was like a foot taller than me that's crazy yeah it's not fucking fair yeah no I get it I mean, yeah. my dad is six foot. My mom is five five. I thought, like, I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to be a pro basketball player. Then I stopped growing at four, 14 or so. And yeah. I, like, see you, and I'm like, you could totally do it. You're so tall. <laughs> nope. Yeah. No. My dad is, like, five eight, and my mom is five two. I I'm was thinking screwed. my kids, well, no, because Nate's six foot, and I'm five five. Like, history's repeating itself. You're gonna be I'm not going to have a kid who has who can play basketball. Yes, you can. You might. It soccer. can happen. Soccer. Because there are no height limitations on soccer. Soccer. It's happening. I'm putting my... Nate doesn't agree, but I'm putting my kid through so much soccer. Do it. He doesn't like the pressure. I live in the 
sure. I said that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast where we break down every episode of the 10 season show. Today we're talking about season three, episode four, sex, lies, and volleyball slash photo beanie. (laughs) Mary, what happened this week? That's a great question. (laughs) In Paris, Donna is really struggling to learn French. (laughs) Brenda encourages her to try a little harder, and they go to a bakery to practice ordering things. A rude lady gives Donna her pastry, but also calls her an idiot. Donna understands her well enough to clap back in Franglish. After that, that, Donna eats a pastry in a weird way, and someone takes her picture and asks if she has any modeling experience. Donna goes to a photo shoot and wears, like, 20 outfits. Brenda writes Kelly a letter explaining Donna's new modeling stuff. Kelly tells David about it and doesn't really say much to make him feel better. She teases him about his music, and David says people like his music. By people, he means the girl from the beach club. Oh, well, crap. I reordered all of this, and now it doesn't make any sense. Just wing it. Yeah, oh, keep, okay. going. keep going. We're doing it live. We'll talk about her in a minute. <laughs> he goes back to rehearse some more, and that girl is there. She tells him her boyfriend is a drummer, but they have an understanding, and keyboard players are way hotter than drummers, which is false. So false. <laughs> so not true. Donna misses a trip to Versailles and a shopping trip to model, which makes Brenda worry about her. Maggie, one of the other girls on the trip, tells Brenda that Donna is in for a rude awakening with the modeling business and the older photographer who might turn out to be a creep. Brenda tries a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Donna comes back to the hotel that night with a modeling contract that she needs Brenda to help her translate. Donna is sad that Brenda isn't supportive of her new modeling dreams. The contract is for two years, and Donna wants to take it instead of graduating from high school. Brenda tells her that the photographer, Pierre, is interested in her beyond just professionally. Donna points out that Pierre has a family, and Brenda reminds her about her mom's affair. Donna tells Brenda that she hurt her feelings and goes to the fancy model party. Pierre makes a pass at Donna and calls her a baby, then calls her stupid. And we all know what happens when people call Donna stupid. She threw wine on that asshole. Brenda (laughs) gives Donna the pep talk she's needed the entire time. Steve wears a goofy hat and tells Brandon he's going to pick up so many babes at the meat market that is the Santa Monica Bay volleyball tournament. Gross. He talks... (laughs) He talks to the first girl he sees, or sorry, he talks to the first girl that appears, but she, or, but she gets distracted by some music coming from one of the cabanas. She goes in and finds David Silver, who is jamming to some pre-mixed beats. She tells him she likes his moves and that he reminds her of George Michael. Her name is Nikki with two Ks. That's what I wrote down. (laughs) The way they spell it matters. (laughs) Dylan and Kelly decide to team up to play volleyball because Kyle, Kyle, is out of town for the summer. Kyle mentioned. Steve meets a girl named Brooke Alexander who looks like a young Jackie Taylor. Yes. She wants to sign up for the mixed doubles tournament but doesn't have a partner. Steve offers to team up but she doubts his skill. We are then treated to a glorious montage of Steve doing volleyball things without a shirt on with his goofy hat on backwards which is just better. Brooke... (laughs) 
Brooke is suitably impressed with his skills and they team up. Turns out Brooke is from Minnesota and Brandon used to play hockey against her brother, whose name is Dan. (laughs) Steve is worried that they're going to hit it off. He's not wrong to worry. At volleyball, Kelly and Dylan do pretty well. Afterward, Kelly asks Dylan to help her babysit and also watch a movie. He demands she see Casablanca. Steve and Brooke do well in their match, too. Steve asks Brooke to go to the peach pit to celebrate, but then she invites Brandon. Steve gets mad because Brandon can't help but flirt with literally everyone. When Even when Brandon decides to leave to give Steve and Brooke some alone time, he says goodbye and flirts even more, and she asks him to call her. Brandon goes over to Dylan's to ask for advice about Steve and Brooke. He laments not being able to ask out a girl who's into him because he's Steve's friend. Dylan leaves to go babysit with Kelly, but doesn't tell Brandon the truth about where he's going. Dylan holds a crying baby, and Kelly overhears him being sweet on the baby monitor while she warms up a bottle. Then he tells the baby she can't really trust her family. (laughs) Steve is back to giving people bad advice. He basically tells David he should bang Nikki with two Ks because Donna's in Paris. Because it's hot Steve summer. It is hot Steve summer. I love it, but I also hate it. (laughs) Um... Then he and Brooke go play volleyball against Dylan and Kelly. Dylan and Kelly keep blaming each other for doing badly, but also they're flirting and touching a lot, and I hate it. Steve ta- or Steve asks Brooke to hang out with him and some alcohol alone. Brooke tells Steve she likes him as a friend. Steve is sad and is sure that this is all Brandon's fault, which it isn't, but it also kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. Brooke asks Brandon to take a drive up the coast with her. He agrees once she tells him she told him she friend-zoned Steve. They go for a drive in Brandon's car, which he apparently has again, and they make out. (laughs) Kelly walks in on David making out with Nikki and chews him out. David tells Nikki he can't do stuff with her anymore because he has a girlfriend in Paris. Steve almost blows a match because he's sad about Brandon and Brooke, and Brandon kind of apologizes. It makes Steve feel better, and he pulls it together enough to win, and he makes a friend who is also a girl. (laughs) Kelly meets Dylan in the cabana after David thanks her for lecturing him on being faithful. Cindy wears a tennis skirt, and it's adorable. (laughs) Okay, I feel like we need to record yours and my reactions real time when she says these things to us. I agree. Like... I agree. Specifically, it started when she said Steve with his funny hat, and we both put up the bills with our hands, <laughs> and then she said Steve and his funny hat backwards, and then we flipped it. <laughs> that we did. Oh my god, I totally missed it. <laughs> well, it's because you, you were reading. This is for you, too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> that happened. Like, oh my god. I have so many feelings. First of all, Brandon walks up to Steve and says, Mr. Saunders. Oh, but do we want to do, do we want to knock up Paris first? I just had to say that first because he gets <laughs> his own best friend's name wrong. He says Saunders. Well, okay, Brandon's the worst He's friend. He's the worst. He's the worst friend. But yeah, we should talk about Paris first. So Paris. Patty. Um, I'm scrolling down to my notes. Meanwhile, in France, street artists. Mm, yeah, street performers. One of them loves Brenda. Yeah, because I said, God, I wish I know French. I feel like Donna. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I didn't ever say what I, I mean, said. That's the thing. It's like you can kind of gather what's happening and you know it. Like, And then when they say like it doesn't translate, you're like, I see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I really kind of wish I knew the exact words of what he was saying. I know. Me too. But then I love that 
Donna is in an immersion program and she's getting mad at everybody else speaking French. And then she's like, you know, I have a learning disorder. And so I Googled it and I was like, does dyslexia keep you from learning a foreign language? And the top response was like, to learn a foreign language, if you're dyslexic, start with talking and listening. Oh, man. It's like, again. She just doesn't know how to. It's literally the top Google response. So like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But I was like, I feel like as a dyslexic, this is how you learn. That's true. This is exactly how you learn. Yeah. I mean, it is good that they like immediately go into a bakery and like Brenda's just like, just try. But then they keep playing up the stereotype that French people are mean because then they have the French person call her an idiot an imbecile yeah or imbe- whatever how they yeah. whatever they, an but, imbecile and an idiot yeah like what a bitch but then like she like understands yeah what she heard saying. imbecile and she's like yeah. i'm not dumb and then yeah. brenda's like no you're not dumb you just understood what they were saying but it made me think like you know me i love my baked goods yes of i course. love i love breads of course it's my things but yeah i like we would go in every time we go to foreign countries. If we go get breakfast, mm-hmm. we love doing our like, uh, pan au chocolat et un café. Mm-hmm. And I know how to say that, yeah. and that's about it. And then they say how much it costs to me, and right. then I hand them my credit card and I have no idea what I paid. <laughs> and I was like, man, twenty twenty is a lot easier than nineteen ninety three. Really but even if you were paying in euros, or was it euros then? I don't think it was euros back then. Okay, I think it would have been francs. Franks? 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 What do they use in Germany? No, they're called the Franks in Germany back when it was like East anyway. Berlin. Yeah, West it's Deutschmarks now. Well, actually, it's probably Euros now. It's Euros but now, but like, yeah. But Franks. when we went, I would just give like a larger bill if I didn't like hear it right, you know? So that way I could like, that's yeah. Why, that's why I pay credit card. I'm just like, here's coins. Mm-hmm. You take what you think is fair <laughs> and we'll move on. Yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> Au um, But, yeah. And then some lady is just, like, taking random pictures of Donna. And I'm getting David Silver flashbacks. And I'm like, what is happening? Turns out she's, like, a model scout. Well, and I, I loved it. I was like, I feel like it says something that the creator of the show's daughter gets a modeling contract. Of course. Everything about this show screams Aaron Spelling is the creator and Tori Spelling is the daughter. And we're just going to make this happen the way... We want to. We're like, what? Spelling? That's that's such a common name. They yeah. can't be related. Yeah. No f- unfair treatment. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So I just, that was weird. I also, I wrote in my notes, if anyone ever approached me on the street about mm-hmm. modeling, I assumed it would be Taken. Man, right? if Taken had happened in 1993, that movie would be very different. So different. But that's totally part of the difference of like then and now is like nowadays you would you'd be like i gotta get out of here literally the movie taken starts with them going to france and the guy being like do you want to go to a party yes and then they go inside and then they get kidnapped Mm -hmm. taken i should have just said taken you should have said taken it was it was there it was was right there there. (laughs) but yeah back in 93 this was clearly not an issue donna becomes a model well and that's the thing is like donna is just like oh okay and brenda's like murder and she's like brenda please have you seen this face you know i'm a model come on you go back i'll model see you later and then yeah she keeps like missing stuff to model because mm-hmm. you know she's like oh my god i'm so excited about versailles and then apparently instead of text messages we send flowers right but also i was like 
when are they in class? Because we've actually never seen them, like, take the immersion class. Or is it literally they're just, like, studying I mean, I, I was going to say, I think that's the point is, like, yeah. they didn't feel like putting another set up. Yeah. But, like, they're on a back lot. There had to have been a set that's, available for them. Right. But, yeah, like, Donna's like, oh, my God, I've been so excited for Versailles. And then she gets flowers. And there's, like, there's a car ready for you as you leave. And then I went, Donna, pourquoi? <laughs> But for real, because they were supposed to go to Versailles. And, like, who misses Versailles? Versailles was so cool. Versailles was so cool. And Donna would have loved she it. She would have Because the fashion and the paintings. Oh, and, and when you go to that little, like, fake peasant village. And, like, the Marie Antoinette bungalow or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's like, I don't want to live with the peasants, but I have to know what it feels like. So only bring one pool table. Exactly. Oh, she would have loved it. She would have loved it so All the colors. Much. The vibrancy. The over-the-topness of it all. Donna would have loved it. loved it. But she missed it. So underground orange trees. <laughs> yeah, right? But she misses it because she's modeling for some reason. Um, and then I think, like, the next time we see it is she misses a day of shopping. Yep. To go do something else modeling. And that's when Brenda's like, oh, my God, I'm so worried about mm-hmm. her. Like, okay, missing, like, a school trip, fine, but missing shopping. Mm-hmm. And then Brenda... Yeah, she's like, well, I need to make new friends and I need to feel included. And that's very Brenda. Mm -hmm. Like when she first moved to Beverly Hills is what's happening now. Totally. I love where she like takes a drag of it and she's like, these are delicious. (laughs) She says these are delicious. Like no offense, but nobody who smokes says it's delicious. I don't care if you love it. You don't say it's delicious. Mm, Nicotine. Um, yeah. And then the next time she sees Donna is when she gets back at three o'clock in the morning and is like, contract. oh, he offered me a modeling contract. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to translate it. Good night. And then Brenda turns on the light and is like, this is a contract for two years. And then Donna's like, it's 3 a.m. I need my beauty sleep. But she didn't take off her dress and she didn't take off her makeup. She literally just popped right into bed. I was like, girl, wash your face. No. No, absolutely don't do not. That. Donna, clean yourself. <laughs> Practice self-care. Take your makeup off, moisturize, go to sleep. Put on jamie pants. Yeah. Get comfy. (laughs) That dress is not comfortable. No. Certainly not. Yeah, and she's like apparently totally ready to just drop out of school and move to Paris and be a model, which Mm -hmm. like as a 17-year-old, I get that that is super exciting. And I know part of the reason that Brenda is like you can't do that is because she's so jealous. Yeah. But like the idea that – I think it's, like, the next time she sees her where she's mm-hmm. wearing that weird fucking daisy dress. <laughs> oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, but I was like, what is this? Yeah, because would... her hair was out to here, and yes. you could see her dirty blonde roots. Mm-hmm. And then she was in that dress, and I was like, I mean, it's really cute, but, like, it was did like, you pack it? It was, like, 60s vibes. That's yeah. true. I liked, I liked like, the skirt. I did mm-hmm. not like the bodice full of daisies. Mm-hmm. That's what lost me. Yeah. I liked it when she turned around and it was all crisscross in the back. Yeah, I did really like cute. the back. Like, I think at the top, if the top hadn't had all of the flowers on it and maybe, like, two at the straps, mm-hmm. yeah. I would have liked it. She really likes wearing dresses that have fake flowers on them. That's true. I think uh, it was just the combination of, like, the textured top and then, like, the floofy skirt mm-hmm. that was, like, kind of gauzy looking. I feel like if it was, like, maybe a solid skirt, the daisies would have been fine. But both together was just a little bit too A little textured. Yeah. That's the thing. I think, personally, I would have liked it if it had just, like, the solid white top mm-hmm. with, like, the crisscrossy back. 
and then the skirt. Right. But Makes like, sense. Yeah. So she's, this is where she's about to go to this modeling party and Brenda's like, well, this grown man mm-hmm. who's spending all of his time with you and wants to whisk you away for two years is definitely going to look for sex. Right. And Br- and Donna's like, um, no, like he has a wife, he has a family. And, and then Brenda's like, mm, so did your mom. Yeah. And it's just like, no. That was a little too far. You're not wrong, but that's not a thing you yeah. say. That's exactly yeah, what I exactly. wrote. I said, you're not wrong, but this was but, the wrong way to do it. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is like Donna's argument was not just that, but like she does not want to be known as a dumb girl. So she thinks like this whole modeling thing will take her away from school and kind of give her her own thing because she's always been told like, oh, you do this. Oh, you like she even made the comment about like it's not even her money because yeah, it's her parents' money. Yeah, because that's what Brenda says like, oh, you have money. You don't need a job. And exactly. Donna's like, it's not it's, really my money. Yeah, like I haven't done things. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go do this. I want a thing for me that's only me. Yeah. Which I totally get, mm-hmm. but not at 17. Well, and the thing is like, you know, people go off and model at 17. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know nothing about that world. Same. But like to go into it and think like someone is not going to ask you for sex is very naive. Very much Just so. because those are grown men. And frankly, this show loves putting grown men with teenage girls. So, like... I'm kind of surprised they didn't go for it. Like, a little bit. Like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, they, they kind of did. They went for it, yeah, but, like... They, yeah, they go to the party, and he's like, you see that man over there? That mm-hmm. is blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, whatever. But then later, he's just, like, touching her face. And, and then he calls her baby... But like a baby, not like a pet name, but like a like, baby, like a child. Like, like a literal infant. Yes. Ew. But at the yeah. same time, was like, I went to sleep with you. Yeah, it's very predatory. It's yes. like, I like the soft child face. Like, it's Ugh. it's just weird. Yeah. So and then, weird. Yeah, she shows back up at the hotel dorm room, whatever. And Brenda's like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? And she's like, oh, I had no choice. I had to do it. And Brenda's like, what? <laughs> what did you do? And she's like. I had to throw wine on yeah, him. Yeah, I threw wine on the guy. And Brenda is just like, babe, <laughs> I love you. Lead with that. <laughs> yeah. And like, so that's Paris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I'm pretty literally sure that's it. All. Yeah. yeah. She says she throws wine on him. She's not dropping out. She's going back to the program. She's mm-hmm. done modeling. Say la vie. Because she says that at one point, too. Finny. Finny. Oh, that's where we get it. Yep. That makes sense. And that's it. So mm-hmm. then we go back to Beverly Hills and the hold beach on. volleyball tournament. Nope, nope. Santa Clara. The most incredible hard-bodied babes. Oh, gross. That's that's the <laughs> thing that hot Steve Summer said. Yeah, he wants to pick up all of the girls. Also, the literal words meat market. Ugh. I mean, this is the thing. Like, this is horny summer 1993 Steve Sanders. Like, not Saunders not saunders but like like i don't like it but i'm not mad about it i mean i'm fine with steve getting a girl not in the way he's not in such a misogynistic way yeah Yeah. and i think the thing is like he's not misleading anybody when he does it and i certainly that's why i'm okay with it yeah yeah i think that's the only thing like that and the history i've of Steve is like those are what makes it okay because like he's gross like the last episode or two episodes ago or whatever it was where he tried to do the twin swap yes he's gross that was gross but like 
I don't know. For some reason, I'm just like, teenage boy, he wants to go have a summer. There, Like, he's not hiding it. Right, no. He is going right up to these girls, throwing it down and being like, are you picking up what I'm stepping in? And then... <laughs> Someone I used to work with said are you, that. <laughs> are no. you smelling are what you I'm pi- Yeah, are you picking down? up what I'm throwing down? Are you smelling what I'm stepping in? Yeah. That's what she would say. And I get that. And I'm... I'm cool with it, I guess. But also, I'm like, boys have such a weird amount of confidence. Well, and the thing is, like, so the first girl he walks up to yeah, is he just Nikki. Walks, he just sees her and is like, she is it. Which, like, when he's like, she looks like she's good for volleyball. And I'm like, really, Steve? Yeah, like, come on. Read the room. Yeah, like, like that, look at her. That girl yeah. likes to sit around and not do things. Yeah, it's very much, I like music, I hate sports, go away. Right. Like, And then she literally says, I don't like sports. Yeah, she says, great sound. And then he's like, that's stupid because he knows it's David. And then she's <laughs> right. like, well, your sports are stupid. Exactly. And then she leaves. Yeah, her name is Nikki Witt with two Ks. And an I. And an I. <laughs> that's what I wrote, too. One I or two eyes? One I. Two. Well, N-I-K-K-I. <laughs> but she's looking for the cabana where she can overhear the loud music, which I'm like, it can't be that it is not that loud, but she hears it. She, he would have gotten in so much trouble if it was that loud. Exactly. But yeah, so she hears it and she like tracks it down and he's sitting in there by himself. These cabanas look so tiny. So tiny. Like It's they, like a one room, like, but not even a full room. Yeah. But he's like in there with his little keyboard spinning mm-hmm. around and da 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 and he, you know, actually spins yeah. and sees her standing behind him and she's just like, hello. <laughs> um, Side note. David and Jim should duet on the keyboard. <gasps> I should do dueling that. keyboards. Oh my god! I, I had to think about that. <laughs> I had a line that I deleted, and I was like, "Jim should really get some keyboard lessons yes. from David." Oh my god! No, this is totally an episode where Jim is just like walking down the boardwalk and is like, "What is that? What does that sound? <laughs> that That's... sounds like fake piano music." That's not me. <laughs> Who and then is he, it? Then he comes in and says, "I like your sound." <laughs> Do you know I want your sex? <laughs> what? You remind me of George Michael. Oh my god. Just replace Nikki with two Ks with Jim. <laughs> it would be a better episode. <laughs> so much more interesting and not about cheating. <laughs> oh my god. But that's the thing is, yeah, so like they're sitting there and, you know, making music or whatever. And she's like, yeah, my boyfriend's a drummer, but... I think it, keyboardists are so much better and we have an arrangement. Yeah. And then, yeah, like Mary said, you know, a little bit later, Kelly gets this letter and, you know, jokes to David, which apparently he takes as an open invitation. Right. That was the thing. It's like, all Kelly says is like, please, you think Donna is going to choose you over a hot Parisian man or something. But, like, he has no evidence of anything. That was the quote of the week I wrote down. (gasps) Oh. And this is David Silver. What would she want with some French guy when she's got me? (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he literally takes that as an open invitation to go cheat on her with Nikki. Mm Mm-hmm. Which he gets caught by Kelly. Yep. Who, you know, gives him the third degree, throwing stones in glass houses. Am I right? She gets all high and mighty about cheating and, like, not even just physical cheating, but, like, emotional cheating. And I'm like, pot and step kettle. Exactly. (laughs) Well, and then. Step kettle. I love that. Speaking of horny Steve Summer. Yeah. He decides to go ask Steve 
what he should do about this girl that wants to have sex with him <laughs> and he's versus just like, his girlfriend who doesn't want to have sex with him. Right. And he's literally like, bone? He's like, bone. Sex. <laughs> yeah. Sex. Obviously the wrong answer, David. Obviously. I know. I was like, who goes to Steve in his horny summer to ask him? It's, who those... asks him advice on a good day? I know. He's yeah. never been right. He's, he's never, never given right. good advice. But it's like, it's those episodes, not those episodes, the commercials, um, I don't even know what they're for, where the people are playing the game and they're like, free, 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 free. Oh my God, free. so stupid. But like, yes. this time it's sex, sex, yeah. sex, girls, girls, yeah. girls, 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 Like, girls. everyone is going to have a fling this summer. Like, David's about to have a fling. Maybe Donna has a fling, because at this point we don't know if she's going to like, you know, make out with Pierre or whatever. Kelly and Dylan are definitely going to have a fling. Steve wants a fling. Steve well, wants many Steve. flings. See, this is the thing is like he throws it out there. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't hide it and then he doesn't get it and Brandon gets it. Oh god, Brandon. That's why I can't say anything about Steve. Nope. Like I don't even feel like she's turning him down because he's Steve. Right, right. She's going for Brandon because that's what the show wants us no, to do. No, you're 100% right. Like Steve is clear, being very clear about his intentions, and then somehow Brandon gets all the luck with the ladies. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because I mean, like, I guess just to quickly wrap up the David stuff, because yeah. we're basically through it. Mm -hmm. He meets up with Nikki at the Peach Pit. Yep. And is like, "Well, I can't see you anymore because I don't have a you know agreement with my girlfriend mm -hmm. like you do." And she's like, "Well, my agreement with my boyfriend is apparently that he can make out with anything that has spandex." Like, yeah. whatever she says. Yeah. And all I could think of was, like, does that make it okay now? Like, I'm it, sorry your boyfriend cheated yeah. on you. And that doesn't why, make it okay. Why like, are you staying in that situation? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're like, clearly leave. hurt. Mm -hmm. Stop cheating on the guy. Leave him and find someone better. Mm -hmm. And then that's also not David. Right. Right. <laughs> David's not better. True. And then, yeah, he gives her a copy of his demo. Which is going nowhere. Yeah, because she's like, well, my boyfriend made a demo, and then when nobody would pick it up, they burned it in protest. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fun story. So glad we had this. This this was totally worth it. I'm, I'm glad I spent my time on this. It was a very weird C plot. It was. Yeah. Because, yeah, it didn't need to happen. I would argue this is like a C plot, and you would, or a D plot, and you would maybe give like, Dylan and Kelly a C plot. That's true. Like yeah. I would say the A plot's the volleyball, B, B is, is Paris, Paris, C is Dylan and Kelly, D is David. I would agree. Yeah. So it, yeah, it didn't even matter. It didn't just put matter. more just and the thing put is, more Kelly and Dylan. The thing honestly. is, he cheated on Donna in this episode. Yes. Are we ever going to see that payoff? Doubtful. Because I swear to God, if we don't, I'm going to be furious about it because I'm never going to forget. So there was one thing, and let me see if I can find Especially it. Especially since notes. Kelly knows. Right. That's the thing, too. Kelly knows. Um, there was one thing, and I want to say that I wrote it down, and now I'm trying to find it in my notes, but I want to say that I put, is this foreshadowing? And it could have been in the last episode, and I just forgot to mention it. Ooh, did I write it down, or did I just think it? Oh, no, I did. Okay. Um, this is when Steve and David... We're having the conversation about his predicament. Mm -hmm. And he says a quote that to me sounded like foreshadowing, but only because I know that it is. So I'm reluctant to say it. Say it. Okay. Steve says, you know, Donna may want to be a virgin until she gets married. Oh, I already knew that. 
And then he basically says, like, therefore you can have sex with someone else. But also because Donna wouldn't want someone who's inexperienced. Like, he tried to put the onus on, like, only girls want to be virgins until they're married. You want to bone now so that you don't give her a bad experience. So antiquated. Like, it makes me so angry of the idea of, like, boys can have sex whenever they want, but girls cannot have sex until they're married. But then, like, who are they having sex with? Are they just going around, quote-unquote, ruining women? That is why I hate Roger in Outlander. And you that don't exact you point. Don't know because you didn't read the book. But all I have is the show. And, and that's they what they ruined do. him. That's what they do. They ruined. Oh my god! When you watch the most recent episode, you're gonna hate him even more. Probably because Jamie hates him in this episode. Perfect. And you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what happened in the book. That's fine because I love Jamie and I hate Roger. So. We're suddenly talking about Outlander. <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. You should watch Outlander. It's a damn fine show. You should read the books. Also do that because then you could be the person that like book and... Well, no, then that would make you both. Yeah, we'll be just book and show. Read the I'll books. do both and then I'll... No, t- just read the books because I've got just TV. It? She's got both. So you just oh, books. Okay, I just books. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you tell me why I'm wrong and you tell her why she's wrong. And then yeah. I tell you why she's wrong. And then you agree with me. And then you also understand my viewpoint. (laughs) No, she can't because she'll never watch the show. Did I ever tell you what happened when I read Outlander on the train? No. Oh, my God. I told Caitlin the day it happened because she knows Outlander. I love it. I don't remember which book I was reading, but for a while, like, I went to, um, like, a, a library that was having a library sale while I was in Montana with my friend, and they had a couple of the Outlander books for, like, a dollar. So like, okay, I'm going to buy them in book form knowing I'm going to read them because they're a dollar. And so I started reading them. I got really into them. I got on to like the fourth or fifth book. Like I was far into the show or into the series. And so at the beginning of the series, the two main characters are each in their 20s. And then by the third book, I think it jumps forward 20 years. Oh, damn. So they're in their 40s. They're like very happily married. They're content in their lives. They're like... It, this is very much historical romance. So the mm-hmm. first couple books specifically, and you know, still in the later books because old ladies can bang too. There's a lot of sex, like so smutty, and it's it is so <laughs> smutty, and like it is never anything that I expected that I would like. But like, <laughs> this woman knows how to write. She really like she I don't really even, does. I, don't, I haven't even read the books, and based on the way that they've adapted the series, because she's a still like a consulting producer on the show, which means she's okay with what they've done to Roger. Which makes me think she hated Roger all along. But you don't know. You have not read it. You don't write Roger the way she wrote Roger. I'm truly honestly convinced it's the actor. Because he is like a giant wet blanket. Having the- no knowledge about this, like, and only having written a fan fiction about Stardew Valley, I can tell you right now that I absolutely love Harvey but I also hate him and make him do bad things. Okay, but, so... But I'm inside his head, and so I love him. Okay, so when we stop recording, because this is going to take me too long, <laughs> I will tell you what they've changed from book to yeah. show, and yeah. you will tell me what you think. So, I mean, okay. And it does matter, because like, I, I do hate that I have this perception of him, knowing what I know based on what she's doing. I me. love yeah. like, him. I would love to love him, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So, okay, anyway... I'm on the train. I have this, like, fourth book. It's called, like, A Breath of Snow and Ash, whichever one it is. But it's, like, just a book, right? And I'm on the train, and this woman across from me sees what I'm reading, and she's like, oh, you're, you're reading Outlander. 
and nobody I know reads the book. She only watches the show. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I am reading Outlander. And she's like, oh, yeah, I read those books. I really love the show. And I was like, oh, well, I just started the show. I haven't seen a lot of episodes. And she was, oh, wait, have you gotten to the wedding episode yet? And I had already passed that. And I, I'm five books in, four books in, whatever it is. So I don't remember the wedding. So I was like, oh, yeah, it was really beautiful. Because I'm like, it's a wedding. Sure. It's yeah. beautiful. And then on a crowded train during you know rush hour right after work she goes that was the hottest sex i have ever seen on tv i watch it all the time damn dude <laughs> and i was just like i think the next stop is my stop <laughs> i mean she's not wrong she's not wrong but there were so many people on that train and i was like everyone thinks i'm reading porn now <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> but she just, top of her lungs, across the car. And I was just like, yeah, sure. I would have, like, full blush. Like, I would have known. I couldn't remember until the moment she said it, and then it, like, came to me. And I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You got me with that one. <laughs> that was the intent. <laughs> I anyway. feel like I feel like sometimes I miss things, but Not I that got one. that one. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing that happened to me in my life. So great. And I did stay on that train for like three more stops and I did not respond to this woman talking about her masturbatory experience Whoa. with Jamie Fraser. <laughs> you Okay, yeah, I did not have that. No, experience. she was just like. <laughs> I mean, like, she did say she watches it repeatedly. So. She watches it all the time. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, it was good. Scene, I was but like, I'm not no, like, I was like, ma'am, you're revealing a lot about your personal life right now. Just overshare with strangers on a train. Why not? Yeah, and at this point, I was like, is that my phone buzzing? And then I was like, Kaylin, oh my god, you have no idea what just happened to me. <laughs> Facts. This happened. So good, but also like. People at work. I've got Shelby, who's, like, around my age. And then I've got this lady named Terry, who is not my age. She's closer to my mom's age than my age. She loves the wedding episode. Yeah. Shelby does, too. But it's different. But it's just, like... <laughs> and, yeah. like, it would be weird to be Sam Hewitt and just know that's what happened. Like, he's probably, you know... In Scotland right now, being like, there's a woman masturbating to me right now. <laughs> but, like, I mean... But, like, there is. Rightfully so. Like, he's very attractive. But, like... What's this guy's name? Sam, Sam Hewan. H-E-U-G-H-A-N? Yup. That's hard to spell. He's Scottish. Yeah. Which also helps. Hold on. H-E-U-G-H-A-N? Yep. I believe so. That's definitely it follow him on twitter load google just look him up on instagram you'll get a good time let me just turn off oh oh yeah. crap no i follow diana gabaldon mm -hmm. whatever her last name is on twitter because i want to know when go tell the bees that i am gone is done because that's I'm, the next book name th yeah and i'm caught up on the books mm. and she will repost stuff from sam and like people that are watching the show and people have even commented about, like, what has happened to Roger, and it's a thing. It's a mood. That's when he's not in Outlander, guys. 
Oh. Oh, he looks good in a suit. I will say that. He's pretty. What is Outlander about? It's timey-wimey. So, yeah. Historical romance. This woman, in the very first book, she is on her honeymoon Mm -hmm. with her husband. It's right after World War I. And he is a historian. Oh, it's him? Yeah. He's pretty. Just wait till you see him in a kilt. (laughs) So, Oh, my. It's right after World War I, and I have a stars login I can give you so you can watch the show. Yes. Oh, thanks. Um, Oh, I think I actually have that with my cable that I pay for. The first two seasons are on Netflix. Oh, Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. But three and four are not. And then five is what's going on right now. Yeah. But anyway... So she and her husband got married right before the war, and then he got called into, like, the British Secret Service Mm -hmm. because he's a historian, and Mm -hmm. that means something. So while he was gone, she was like, well, I'm just going to fucking sit here. So she becomes a field nurse. So they were separated for the entire war. As soon as it's over, they get together to have their honeymoon, and he wants to go to Scotland and learn basically British history because someone in his past was a really big part of – a rebellion in Scotland, the Redcoat side of the Scottish Rebellion. And they go there, and he wants to take her to all of this historical stuff. And part of that is they want to experience the, like, mysticism of Scottish witches, for lack of a better word, I guess. I mean, why not, though? Yeah. And so they, like, you know, find out that you can stand in a stone circle, and, like, it's supposed to be a very big thing. And while she's standing in it, she, like, gets this urge to touch the stones. And when so she, she hears this buzzing. Yeah, she hears the buzzing, which is also a bee's thing. Oh, makes sense now. Um, but so she hears this buzzing, and she feels like she needs to go touch the stones, and she does, and she's immediately transported back to right before that rebellion. 1700s Scotland. Ooh. And yeah. she meets Jamie. Yeah, so she is a woman, alone, wearing early 20th century clothing, mm-hmm. And these, like, men come down the street, come down the road, and are like, well, I guess we'll, like, take you somewhere because you're a woman. And Jamie's there, and he's just been shot. He's been shot. Yeah. And so they, like, put her on the horse with him, and then he passes out from blood loss, so she, like, nurses him. Because she knows how to do that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're a healer. You're valuable. So we're going to keep you. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, she and him are in strict, like, they're tied together for the rest of the series, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But, Except she is an independent woman who don't need no man. She just really wants this one. And it... I like that. It yeah. becomes a whole thing because she's British, but they're in Scotland and they're yeah. rebelling against the Redcoats. And, like, it's a whole thing. And then the the wedding is... So she's already married when she gets transported back. And but she then, doesn't know she will ever get back. Yeah, she's very, like, confused about the whole thing. And then the Redcoats basically find out she exists. I don't remember exactly how. Well, it's been a while. in the beginning, like, when she first transports, like, Jack Randall basically tries to rape her. Fuck Jack yeah. Randall. But, yeah, so the, the Redcoats know about her. And the only way to keep her away from the Redcoats is to marry her into the Scottish clan. And the only eligible bachelor is Jamie, the super sexy, well-endowed, real good at sex virgin. Yes. And and that's the guy I love. Yeah. Ooh. It's so good. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to watch it. He's also (laughs) an incredibly progressive and very well-educated man. Like, it's... mm. He is... God status. He's a God yeah. among men. Like, yeah. they don't pull any punches of being like, this is Jamie, and you want him, and men want him, 
And yeah. it just happens. Literally, See, yeah. men want him. It's yeah. so funny because when I hear Jamie, like, I immediately think Jamie Lannister from Game yeah. of Thrones and him so, just being could not so be hot yeah. and so awful. No. But this Jamie, is, like, so hot and, like, uncomfortably perfect. Like, when I yeah. first read the first book, I was like, he's a super hot well-endowed virgin who like actually knows how to fuck despite the fact that on their wedding night he turns her over and is like well this is how horses do it oh my god and then she's like no 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 no. i can be pleasured let me show you how yeah no and like the very first episode when she's with her husband in the 20th century they like end up in an abandoned building and she just like sits up on a table and is just like are you hungry (laughs) damn Yeah. yeah 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 but also jamie is like he is wonderful and like whatever but he's he just accepts claire that's the woman's name for like he listens to her so it's like that's if he's very progressive something... he's too progressive for yeah. the 18th century truthfully Absolutely. but like when she's like have you ever heard of oral sex and he's just like huh tell me more about how women can experience orgasms and she's like oh i will and then it don't happens. worry i and will it's wonderful damn yeah no when you read the book, you will understand why this woman on the train revealed my deepest, mm-hmm. darkest secrets to 50 strangers. <laughs> and I haven't even read the books, but even just seeing the show, you're like, cool, 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 cool. Let's keep going. Cool, cool, let's keep going. Tight. <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Next chapter? Next yep. chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great show. Because also, I'm not a period piece kind of gal, and this show spoke to me. Not because of all the sex, but because it's like, oh, well, and then it's got a good plot. <laughs> then they introduce Jamie's gay counterpart. Lord John Gray. And he is phenomenal. He can get it. And he does. I love John Gray so much. Oh, girl. You have no idea. He is my favorite side character besides Jenny. Besides Fergus. Oh, obviously Fergus. Fergus is up there, too. Yeah. Fergus can also get it. Fergus can get it. He does. He does get it. Let me show you. This man is French, and he's, like, legitimately French, and he speaks French a lot. And he's so adorable. Oh, he is so cute. I love his little revolution hat. I I don't don't know what those are called. Yeah, what you said. Yeah. But I just, when I see those, I think of the fucking Revolutionary War. (laughs) But for real. I mean, they're about to be in the Revolutionary Mm -hmm. War in the show. And they have to get... Actually, technically, that's going to be the next season, supposedly. But they are mixing books five and six in this one season, and there's something that I think you're not going to like. Well, you're not going to like it. I think it's going to happen in this season. No. Um... Now that we've talked about Outlander <laughs> for 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, where even were we? I mean, should we start an Outlander podcast? We could call it Through the Stones. I've seen, I've read the books. You haven't. Mary's never seen the show. <laughs> she can sort. Well, you can well, just th- tell me about it and I'll react. No, well, I'll start back at episode one. Okay. And then Mary will tell us what she thinks of the show. You'll have opinions on it and then i'll tell you both where you're wrong yeah but also yeah that sounds right then no that's that's <laughs> what's gonna happen i'm gonna tell you why you're wrong where were we though hot steve summer um, hot steve we summer t- yeah because we were talking about how uh oh crap because he's like we talking about david yeah because he's like roger right somebody's like roger i don't remember because i said that's why i don't like roger anyway yeah i mean let's just go talk about the volleyball yeah yeah, because for some reason, Kelly and Dylan enter the contest. Yeah, because Dylan's like, well, I have to enter this contest because I love nature. Mm-hmm. And then Kelly's just like, 
well, I'm I'll be here. Your and then, yeah, so this is when Brooke Alexander comes to sign mm-hmm. up, and Steve is like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm doing this, but I'm also doing the mixed doubles, but I don't have a partner because nobody was good enough for me. And, like, this is where Steve shines because oh, he's yeah. so confident, and he's just like, well, let me tell you how amazing. Well, Which, he's confident in, like, at least semi-athletic. Maybe well, basketball's so, not a sport, but volleyball is. And neither is any other sport <laughs> we've seen him play. He's not good at hockey. He's not good at track. He's not good at basketball. Volleyball's it, apparently. That's a sport. Um, oh, he's so good at volleyball. He's so good at volleyball. And we see that because of the montage. It's yeah, because like she's like, montage. well, let's see what you got. And he's just, like, <laughs> nips out. He's like, all right. Like, I'm literally patient. Really, really quick, speaking of Steve's nips, <laughs> um, when he was talking to David and giving him terrible advice, he kept flexing his titties. I saw that. that. Yes. He was like, doer. one, and then the other, and he then the other. He looked like Terry from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just like doing his little trick. Is there anything wrong with that? <laughs> no, not at all. I just needed to say. I will say. I, I d- saw it, and I liked it. I did try to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Oh my god! I, had, I think I'm trying. I had a working. friend in college <laughs> that told me once she had like big titties. Uh huh. She told me once she was like, sometimes I just like to like stick my hand in my bra and just like <laughs> cradle myself. And she's like, I just I feel very comforted. And I was like, I do that shit. I I do that. I don't think I do because there's not a whole lot to cradle. Oh no, there's, not there's nothing anything there. But yeah. like if I'm just like laying down, like. I'll stick a hand in my shirt. Yeah, I'm just like, I love you. I don't think I love you, love you. It's so cushiony. It's just there. It's, yeah, it's soft. I'm more of a like shoulder gal. Oh, oh, oh also like I, I basically just like sit like I hug yeah, like I hug and just yeah. leave it there because yeah. it's warm and yeah. my hands get cold. Yeah, I'm more of a shoulder. Like I'll occasionally just be like, okay, shush. okay, tonight when you go to bed, just like cut the boob. Yeah, Nate's gonna be like, now. Really? <laughs> like I'm not ready. Give me a minute. Just, I can be ready. Hold on. <laughs> just, just cut the cut the boob. Just, just love yourself. Yeah. yeah. Just, just a little caress to help you fall asleep. <laughs> just, I love you, body. Self care. Maybe that's why I do the shoulders because I'm like, I love you, shoulders. Yeah. You want to just like give yourself a little hug? Yeah. Just give yourself yeah. a little booby hug. All right. I'll try it. I'll body posy. <laughs> I talk about tits a lot on this show. Clesbians. <laughs> Itty bitty titty committee. We are all, less, everyone on this planet is a lesbian. <laughs> At least a little bit. I don't think you're wrong. No. You know? The the female form is a beautiful form. It is very beautiful. And you pair it with a nice blonde. <laughs> I love blondes. I love blondes. Thing. Sorry, Brenda, but. Uh, sorry, me. Brenda, yeah. you can still get it. <laughs> Ari, you can get it too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a blonde at heart. <laughs> a brunette on the, on the, on the brunette on the streets, blonde in the sheets. <laughs> but where's the lie? <laughs> Anywho, but I mean, like my my absolute all time blonde is Sarah Michelle Gellar. And she's a brunette who bleaches her hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's a natural brunette. And she and Shannon Doherty are friends. Yeah. Hey. The BFFs. They they can both get it still. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. true. Oh, my gosh. Did y'all see the, like, Instagram ad that she did with Freddie Prince Jr. about doing it every night? Oh, my gosh. 
Freddie Prince can still get he it. He can still get it. He's such a silver fox now. He's so hot. Oh my gosh. You need to Google him. Yeah. Yeah, you need to yeah. follow him on he Instagram. He can definitely still get it. Yeah, he, he just had his birthday, and Sarah Michelle Gellar posted a picture of like 18 year old Freddie Prince Jr., mm-hmm. and I was like, oof. Girl, <laughs> I understand. Um, yeah, so. Brooke anyway. Alexander. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I still like Ian Ziering more, but. Wow. But like, they both have a place. They oh, do. yeah. They're, they're separate places. That's yeah. true. But not equal. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, Brooke Alexander. Yeah, she's very impressed with Steve until Brandon shows up. And then for some God unknown reason, she's like, pleated shorts, tell me more. Yeah. She's like, are you from Minnesota? I'm from Minnesota. I, yeah, I think Steve is like, oh, Brandon's from Minnesota just like you are. And she's just like, oh, my God, we just happen to live in the same school district. But I went to a different high school. Yeah, he my played against played my brother. Hockey. His name's Dan. <laughs> That was my favorite part of the synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Alexander. (laughs) But they keep talking and pobre Steve. I know. Because he's all insecure. Well, and I mean, he has a right to be because Brandon sucks. Brandon does really suck. And then, yeah, so like Brandon, one of them has to leave. I think she has to leave. And she's like, all right, Steve, I'll talk to you later. Brandon, it was nice to meet you. Yeah. Like, fuck. You can already tell. And then Steve's like, well, I saw her first. And Brandon's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, Steve's like, good. I'm not going to fight you for it. Which, like, good. Yeah. But, like, it's not fair because you know Brandon's going to go for it. Right. And for no other reason than she is interested in him. Like, the fact that Steve is interested in Brooke is not enough. No, Brandon likes girls that are unavailable. Mm -hmm. And, like, all this. Oh, my God. There's a comment that he says later that I hate. I just remembered. Um, and then, like, while they're doing this, Kelly and Dylan are also in the volleyball tournament. And, and they're doing a good job. Yeah, and they finish, like, pretty okay. Mm-hmm. And Dylan's like, well, let's hang out later. Like, we're having so much fun. And she's like, well, I have to babysit. Do you want to come? And, like, a girl inviting a boy to come babysit means literally one thing. Mm-hmm. And then when he mentions watching a romantic movie. Yeah. And, and like... They're on the same page, except when he says Casablanca, and she's like, uh, I hate black and white, and he was like, but you can't hate this, and she's like, well, I've never really seen it, and he's like, uh, this will be an introduction for you. Yeah, this is, he's like, this is our movie, and Casablanca. I'm like, uh, did he pull this line on, Brenda? He's like, I have to be your friend and make you watch this, and yeah. f- fuck off, Dylan, I know no, what you're doing. Yeah, this is... This is, like, his thing. This Mm -hmm. is his move. We know Mm -hmm. it now. And I hate it. I'm so mad. Okay. So then we go back to Steve and Brooke Mm -hmm. because this is after they play. And then he's like, oh, we did so good. You and I should go celebrate at the Peach Pit. And she's like, cool. Brandon, Brandon. you want to come on this date with us? You too. And that's when Steve is just like, fuck. Well, and then at the Peach Pit... Brooke calls him a renaissance man, and he's like, I'm just a sports writer. And a hockey player. And I have a job. Like, what? I know, I wrote, like, low standards. Seriously, Very low standards. And yeah, she, like, won't give Steve the time of day. And then, you know, Steve and Brandon have a look. Brandon's like, oh, I see, I'm encroaching on your date. Right. Duh. Obviously. And then he goes to leave, and she's like, well, I'm listed in Santa Monica. I don't remember what exactly she says that he mouths back where he's just like, I got to fuck her. 
<laughs> he's just like uh, ba, da, ba, ba, beautiful ba, 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 ba. yeah that was his line and oh she the was society just like, for prevention of cruelty to beautiful women or something oh like that and she just gets all like oh, Swoon. oh my god you are a writer Brandon. you're such a renaissance man oh my god god <laughs> fucking gross yeah. it's so gross and then he goes over to Dylan's house and Dylan's like Bri I haven't seen you in like four episodes where you been <laughs> And he's like, and Dylan's like, it's easy. Just don't date the du- the girl that Steve's interested and in. And he goes, but she's really hot. And he's no. like, okay. What he says is, why is it I finally meet a beautiful, sane girl that's into me and I can't even ask her out? And I was like, Emily Valentine would like to have a word with you. Yeah, right? Like, oof. Motherfucker. Oh. She, actually, now that you mentioned Emily Valentine, she looks like Emily Valentine, but her hair's not spiky and bleached. Yeah, she's just not like, like dressing the same as Emily yeah. Valentine. Well, and the thing is, like, he always has beautiful, sane women talking to him. He's the one that fucks it up. Yes, because he sucks. Like, do we remember Mall Development Girl? Like, or uh, Carla with a K? Literally any girl of them. Literally <laughs> all of them. Name There's them all. There's a reason he I has wish a girl I could. of the week, and other characters don't. Yeah, and he like he's like, well, I don't know what to do about this girl, and Dylan's like, easy, don't date her, and he's like, but she's pretty. And, and Dylan's, Dylan's like, like he's, she's not yours. Well, And he was like, no girl is going to be worth your relationship with Steve. And that's when Brandon goes, but she's pretty. Yeah. And I was like, wow, it's Brandon. Like, yeah. He's like, woe is me. Life, my life is so hard. I can't have this one girl who, like, we don't even know anything about. We like, know nothing about Everything her. that they've apparently learned about her is in off-screensville. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't know that she's that great. Or we only that know she's she- even really available past this volleyball tournament yeah we only know that she's the captain of the volleyball team mm-hmm. and that she's cute and yeah. looks like jackie taylor and she used to and live in Emily minnesota Valentine. yeah that's all we have that's yeah. all we have and brandon's like this is my be all end all right. this is my end game right here because he gets so attached without knowing so anything attached. he's 100 percent focused on the way that girls look mm-hmm. and if they are vaguely nice to him yeah it's and like if they're cute and then they happen to open their mouth and be nice check and yeah. then he just spits out a line, and they're just like, sploosh, give it. Yeah. And it's gross. I hate him. It's so well, gross. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you have to think about, like, she's not just pretty. It's, like, Steve is interested in her, and, like, she is, you know, still talking to him and kind of leading him on because yeah. she hasn't made their relationship clear, and right. Brandon should know that. Yes. Well, and Steve... Like, yeah, I think initially he went after her because of her looks, but then it's like, we have a bond because we both are good at volleyball and we like volleyball. And I want to get to know you, whereas this is just physical for Brandon. It's not fair. No. Like, I hate to say that. And, like, you know, she gets to have her opinion. That's totally fine. Yeah. But the thing is, like, after the next game, which is the one where Kelly and Dylan are, like, he's all hands all over her. And they're very clearly throwing this game away Mm -hmm. to flirt and touch and like oh my god you said you had the ball mm-hmm. like whatever but at the end of the game which you know brooke and steve win steve asks her to come back to his house and have you know champagne with him to celebrate mm-hmm. like truly he does not pull any punches no he's like do you want to go to my house have a glass of champagne and bone in my room right he shoots the shot and then she rejects it yeah she turns him down and then is like but do you have your friend Brandon's number? Like, she's very, like, it's very mean to him. I don't like it. I don't like it because, like, she seems really surprised that he doesn't want to hang out with her after she turned him down. Right. 
Well, and then immediately she goes to talk to Brandon. And initially he turns her down because Steve. But she negs him. And then he's like, oh, okay, well, and they start making out. Yeah, because she's like, well, I mean, Steve wants to date me, but I don't want to date him. And I want to date you, but you don't want to date me because of Steve. So I guess we're all going to be miserable or you and I can date and not be miserable and fuck your friend. That's literally what happened. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly. And Brandon's just like, you're right. I shouldn't be miserable. Yeah, I should eat your face. Yeah, because after they go on the drive and he won't kiss her, she's like, well, I usually have to pry guys off with a crowbar or whatever she says, which is just like cool flex. Yeah, yeah and then like he just flex, bro. grabs her hair. It's like, and shut up, will ya? Yeah, because she says that, and then she's like, well, I think you should just date Steve. And I, it like kind of has a little bit of gay panic in there, but mm. like for some reason this all turns him on and he eats her face. When she said that, I was like, no, Brandon and Steve should date. <laughs> I'm going to write that story, too. So what the moral of the story is, is Brandon's gay. Yeah. Because we've already said Brandon and Dylan. So we got mm-hmm. Clesbians and <laughs> Bray? Brigay? Breve? Breve. Breve. Standin? Standin. Standin. <laughs> and then, okay, so I think after that... Also, did you notice Brooke is also a B name? Brooke, mm-hmm. Brandon. Really? Fuck you, writers. There are more. <laughs> so, there are more consonants than D and B. That's so true. I'm I'm struggling. Bobby, Brandy, Brooke, <laughs> Brandon, Brenda, David, Donna, Dylan. There there have been more. Yeah, yeah. I'm be. it's I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. Well, Bring back um, Kyle. There's <laughs> even Jay and Jake. Yeah, yeah. like. Pick yeah. some other letters, my guy. Yeah. Um, God, what even happens? Well, after because this? then it's the finals of the volleyball tournament, and Steve is in a pissy mood because he knows that Brandon and Brooke went out together, and so he's like throwing the game, sort of. He's—I don't know if he's necessarily throwing the game, but he's not working with her. Yeah, he's just like yeah, playing badly. Yeah, he's trying to play a team sport without being a team, right? And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, even we could have beat him. Why is he so upset? And Brandon's like, well, it's me. I've got this. And then he goes over and he's like, dude, what could I do? She fell into my lap. I'm sorry. Your feelings are hurt. I know. Oh my God. He literally is like, I am sorry you feel this way. Not, I am sorry I did this to make you feel this way. Exactly. And you can't blame me because she's really hot. Yeah. And the problem is And he's like, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The problem is like. Because he even says, I really like this girl, as in, like, I'm going to elevate this, but you say the word and I'll call it off. And, like, he throws the relationship in Steve's face, and Steve's the one that knows no girl is better than his relationship with Brandon. Yep. And Which, he says... Sorry. It's bullshit, though. Sorry. It's such Go bullshit. ahead. No, you're totally right, because the next thing I was going to say is, Brandon says he really likes this girl. We are never seeing Brooke again. No. I guarantee absolutely it. Absolutely not. And... Steve already said earlier in the episode, Brandon, I really like this girl. Lay off. But I really like this girl, Steve. It's like he does the Joey eyes from the Thanksgiving episode of Friends. I can make them forgive me. (laughs) I can do it. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Uh, 
that it's Steve so is the good friend yes. in this relationship. Everybody and Brandon is good so friend. shitty. Yes. Every, like, Steve does not deserve to constantly end up alone. It's not fair to it's him. It's not fair. And then the game ends, and Steve's the bigger man, and he's like, we should party all go have house. a party at my house. And meanwhile, Kelly is in the background rubbing Dylan, being like, this is the start to a beautiful friendship. Well, and, and like, a quick little flick of the nip kind of a thing. Well, like, and like she's he, up there. She's like, come on, Pokey, which I kind of loved it. I loved it. I'll admit it. I loved it. It's, that was adorable, but still, See, no, fuck off. No. So cute. <laughs> and then. Take out Brenda from the equation. It's adorable. But he's still cheating on his girlfriend. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like, if there was no Brenda, this would be adorable. Like, there was this moment when they were playing volleyball where Dylan just, like, held onto her stomach mm-hmm. and was, like, had his thumb on no. her boobs. These, all it of these like, things of I here. would live for in my own life. But he has a girlfriend and that's her best friend. I know. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it. Because, yeah, after this... Like, the last few things we see are, you know, David coming up being like, oh, I got a postcard from Donna. I love her so much. I'm never going to cheat on her again. And Kelly is like, good. I'm glad you learned from your mistakes. I'm going to go fuck my best friend's boyfriend now. Bye. Because that's literally what we end on is, like, Kelly in Dylan's cabana. Yeah, or it's that, cabana. like, it's just dirty guitar. And then Dylan just, like, stands up and Kelly has that face. And like, he's just smoldering. And then she's got the, like, little sexy grin. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know they're gonna fuck. And they both have before. That's the other thing, too. That's it. Yeah. That, so, again, if Brenda wasn't there, I'd be totally fine with it mm-hmm. because they are both two humans that are totally aware of their sexuality and, like, all bets are, like, you, right. you're both going into this situation knowing exactly what you want, mm-hmm. exactly what you're doing. You know what? Not only is this cheating, this is, like, they're making sex bad again. Yes. They're making it like a thing that only you do if you it's, cheat or... Yeah, it should be punished. Mm-hmm. Like, this is punishable because you're having sex, but you're also cheating. Right. That's exactly what they're doing here. And like you said, I didn't even think about it, but that, like, gross, like, electric guitar. Yeah. It's like... It's like... It's like, yeah, we're going to make this bad, like, hardcore bad. Yeah. No. It's not good. It's gross. It's not hot because it's, it's wrong. Hot. It's just wrong. Ugh. And it happens to involve hot people. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very true. So I do have a trailer for this one. Too. Oh, good. And I forgot to grade it. So I did not grade it. I'm going to figure it out when we get there. Tuesday at 8, 7 Central. Steve and Brandon fall for the same girl. I saw her first remember that. I never move in on your territory. You lied, Brandon. And while Brenda's in Paris, Dylan and Kelly are getting closer. Relive the most unforgettable time of their lives. 90210 Senior Year. Then. Then oh. what? <laughs> Whatever came after 90210 on those days. I Wasn't love that they thing? ended the trailer on the shot the that faces. they ended mm-hmm. the, the, episode the episode with. On? Well, and I love how easily they were like, well, remember, I saw it first, Brandon. You lied, you Brandon. You lied, Brandon. <laughs> they did not hide anything. No. We all knew what this was going to be. For and sure. they were just like, yeah, you do. We're just going <laughs> to tell you. Um, I mean, like, I... It was okay. That's a, It was okay. I think this is... This deserves a C to me because it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... The, the Paris line was fine. The volleyball line was fine. It pissed me off. I just don't like the decision that Kelly and Dylan are doing this because, yeah, like you've said this whole time, like it'd be really cute if Brenda wasn't in the picture. And like they haven't even really addressed their feelings about Brenda. I know they will next episode. They have to. They have to. 
And I don't give a shit about David. I think that's why it gets a C. I don't give a shit about David. I really don't care that any of that happened. That's fair. I think it's also tough because the whole cheating storyline between Kelly and Dylan, even though they haven't physically cheated, they're definitely emotionally cheating. It doesn't feel right for Kelly because she's always been the realist. It doesn't feel right for Dylan. Well, but I mean, if we we think about it in terms of like Dylan is a little bit more compulsive, like he's got that like addictive quality about him, things like that. But with Kelly, she's always been a realist. She's always told it like it is. And she's kind of that voice of reason. Well, and you know, I think... With all the relationships that her mom has, I think she'd be very sensitive to relationships. Exactly. Like, almost hesitant to even move forward with something. Like, yeah, I think that's the thing, is it's it's cute, but it doesn't make sense for either of them, like, that we haven't even seen that they mm-hmm. feel bad about anything, because I think you said it last episode, having Dylan cheat on Brenda with Kelly negates Brenda and Dylan's relationship. Everything that is built up to this is negated. Yeah. It feels like a waste. Also, I just think it's trash that Kelly is reading letters to Brenda and then going to fuck her boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. It just, it doesn't feel right for the character. Like, they they have had no remorse for not telling her any of this and, like, not talking to her. And they're like, oh, she's just having fun in Paris. Meanwhile, Brenda's in Paris trying to keep Donna from becoming a child model and, and who knows what else, unfortunately. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it, it's just a lot. And so I'm going to give it a C for cheating. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I will say, though, again, without Brenda in the equation, they do have good chemistry. Which and is I'm fine, starting but you to think, can't take her out. No, I agree. I'm just starting to think that Luke Perry and Jenny Garth just have chemistry with people. Because, like, look at the chemistry that she has with Steve and look at the chemistry he has with Brenda. And, like, no, they're just very totally ca- charismatic yeah. people. No, and the thing is, like, I would have had no problem if they didn't end it this way, if mm-hmm. they just, like, flirted all season and then, like, next episode they were like, oh, my God, we have to stop flirting because yeah. Brenda's gone, da 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 And then when she comes back, he breaks up with her, doesn't tell her why, and then he and Kelly immediately get together. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a little more fine to me. Yeah, like, almost like a situation where will they, won't they cheat, but they don't. And I think it has to take the entire summer mm-hmm. of all of this happening to make Brenda and Dylan's relationship okay. Yes. I think the idea that we've only seen three episodes, one of which Brenda was still there. True. We've only seen two episodes where she's been gone, and they're already ready to just, like, throw her away. Write it off, yeah. No, that's so true. That's a good point. I mean, that's my only thing. Like, it just makes me mad. Well, and I feel like at this point, and I don't fully remember, because, <laughs> let's be real, I don't remember anything, apparently, except for, like, two things. Um... I feel like in order to make this cheating legitimate, they have to give Dylan and Kelly a full-fledged relationship. They have to. Like, it can't just be a fling. Otherwise, what was the point it has, of Dylan and Brenda? It has to last literally all of senior year, probably a little more after that. Yep. So it we'll, has see, to. we'll see if that happens. And it has to be a good relationship. It's about to be some like, drama, though. Oh, my God. Whether or not we like it, it's about to be some drama. Ugh. Well, I guess what's what's next week's episode called? Yeah, so next week is another one of those like slashy guys. Mm. So it's season three, episode five, Shooting Star slash American in Paris. All right. Well, that makes me think maybe Fourth of July. Who knows? It's gotta be. Yeah, maybe we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, they've got to have a party at the beach club. That's they had true. the luau last year. This year will be the Fourth of July party. They gotta see the what was this fish called? 
The Grunion. <laughs> the Grunion run. Well, until then, mm-hmm. you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter sure at back to podcast. You sure can. You can also, you know what, guys? You can send us an email. And that email can be whatever it is that you want it to be. It can be thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. Have you you ever been to Europe? Yeah. Did you like Paris? Did you not like Paris? Were you a child model? Tell us the story. Yeah. We'll read it. We sure will. Did you write fan fiction? Do you have an idea for fan fiction? We're ready for a collab. Seriously, send us your ideas for fan fiction because apparently we're on that train now. Yeah. We're going to write them and maybe we'll let you read them too. Maybe. We'll read them to you. Yep. A story time with the Back 2 crew. But anyway, email us at backtopodcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave us five stars and a review on iTunes. And, you know, share, subscribe, tell your friends, all those things. We like it. We'll read your reviews on on this show. We sure will. (laughs) But until that happens, (laughs) from all of us at the Back 2 crew, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.